and gentlemen, welcome to episode 321 of the Chamberlain Terrence and Alex Podcast. My name is Chamberlain, and I really have been drinking already today. Hey, so have I. Whoo! Just got back from a brewery. Really nice beer and brewery. Hey, nice. Yeah, I, I consumed a uh, a Red's Harder thing. One of the one of their 8% giant ambushed cans. Ooh, ambushed by foul invention. Chance is getting texts from people because he has friends. Oh, uh, no, the guy who, the guy who cleaned my gutters got paid. Well, you would want to know. That counts like friends, doesn't it? No. Hmm. No. Anyway, all three of us are here again, two weeks in a row. How about that shit? How about that shit? We're a very reliable company of fellows, Mm. sir. I would say so. (laughs) I've crossed off a major life milestone. I, A, live in a home. B, I'm hosting a house guest. Hey! What the fuck? I know. (laughs) It took like a week. I know. (laughs) I have a friend that, that doesn't want to pay, you know, a couple hundred bucks from an Airbnb, and rightfully so. Hey, look at us. How long is yeah, this I, friend crashing on your couch? Oh, just like, no, no, no. He has his own room. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, well, is there up. some sort of compensation for said crashing? Um. Yeah, he's cooking dinner. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, no. He's, hey, he's grilling six pounds of chicken wings. How about is that? He, is he helping pay my bills? He is good company. <laughs> well, that's nice, but... You'd better Six be some of chicken wings in today's economy. Yeah, so if, he, if he didn't pay for those chicken wings, <laughs> that's true. Is he is he cooking your chicken wings or are they? His yeah, chicken yeah. Wings? Oh, yeah. That, that's less. Good. Yeah, still is getting worse. Well, by that's the good. But, but you're a no, good he's, friend, he's, Alex. I enjoy being host. I could see oh. myself in my old age being like a bed and breakfast dude. Hmm. We get paid for that. Yeah, you see, you do. Yeah. And sometimes those people are terrible. But oh, oftentimes, yes. <laughs> I uh, I have some shocking news for you, fellows. News shocking that, news that will shock you. And I'm looking I'm looking at the wrong note. But this this week, I played Ollie Ollie World. Oh, wow! <sighs> A skateboard game. Yes, uh. I played Ollie Ollie World. I played about three zones, and I was like, okay, something else. Ah, uh, so the uh, Adventure Time visuals didn't do it for you. No, no, it, it was how hard the gameplay was. <laughs> it was like I'm not, I'm not in the zone for it. You've been living um, and breathing, yeah. something else for a month and a half. A long and, time. And this is too hard for you. Um, it didn't come with the satisfaction, I guess. Mm. Like for some reason, landing a perfect run in Ollie Ollie World isn't as pleasing as you know someone freaking out because I killed this fuck out of this boss friend of the Elden Ring. So. I paid 26 bucks, and I started playing Salt and Sacrifice. Okay. And as you progress through the tutorial in Salt and Sacrifice, uh, it shows you how to throw a weapon. And here's how you throw a weapon. You, you hold down L1, so the top left shoulder button, with your right hand. Then you adjust the trajectory with the right stick. Okay? Ooh, I don't like where this is going. Then you release the right stick... Because now you have to press the square button. Because you've oh. released the right stick, where you're aiming returns to directly in front of you. So I made damn sure that I wasn't reading this wrong and it wasn't the left stick that I'm supposed to be. No, 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 you can't do it with the left stick at all. So then I went into the control mapping options to see if there was a way to fix this egregious oversight. And there's not. So what did I play after that? <laughs> so wait, can you can you curl your index finger around? 
Oh yeah, there's a way to like to like I'll claw it, oh. but I I don't I know I'm not doing that. That's a pretty no. painful claw. I'm doing it right now on a PS5 controller, yeah. and that's that's rough. They've got you know they've got my twenty six dollars, whatever. Uh, How does someone l- like that make it out of dev? Seriously, uh, amazing, amazing. It's like they got rid of the woman who did the art direction for the previous games because they got a divorce, <laughs> and now suddenly the the control design sucks. I don't get it, but yeah, it does. And I'm pretty oh, disappointed. It's kind of like what happened when uh, George Lucas's wife stopped editing his movies. Hmm. Boom! No, seriously, he is a drop. That oh. explains a lot. Uh, and then I played this uh, Last of Us Part Two. What? Again. Interesting. Really? I wanted something beautiful and uh, cathartically violent. And ama- oh, amazing rope. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's got all those, and the graphics are still quite good. Um, the amount of the conversation interaction with the characters still really good. The combat's still really good. But, I don't know, I just felt like I know where this is going, so I don't care. Somewhere and I, bleak and sad. Mm-hmm. So then, I had recently uh, purchased a game, so I tried out uh, Risk of Rain 2. Oh! And what Risk, gasp. Risk of Rain 2 might be really fun if you played with a mouse. Uh, but I very quickly was like, it's showing me all these abilities that I have, but it's not telling me what buttons they're mapped to. That's immediately huh. frustrating. They're all on cooldowns. Yeah. Um so I, you know, it's a roguelike, so I died pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then I respawned, and I died again. Uh, I played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> played a little bit of Ratchet and Clank. and uh, I bet Ratchet and Clank does not hold up as well on a second replay. Because it doesn't. that game is all It really looks. doesn't. I've tried it a couple of times. It just doesn't. No, it's, just, it's, it's such retro gameplay, and I'm always playing it on challenge mode, so every time I get hit, I'm disappointed in both myself and the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so either way, it just doesn't, it doesn't bring me to keep going. And so, uh, so I had a free copy of Grand Theft Auto Online. Ugh. And I didn't want to play Grand Theft Auto Online, but no. getting my character from the PS4 to the PS5 version, my online character, was a snap. Hmm. It just it just logs you in. Here's your character. Here's all your shit. I'm like, awesome. Okay, get me out of this. I want to play single player. Well, if you want single player with this, uh, you know, with this digital edition you have now, that's going to cost you thirteen dollars. It said. <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. And I started and I started playing Grand Theft Auto Five single player. And of everything I've listed, I spent the most time with that. I spent like really? a day and a half tooting around uh, Los Santos, getting my uh, getting my GT Saber Turbo. I love this old muscle car that I drive around. Um, getting pissed off that I don't have any money, so Franklin can't buy a garage so I can park more cars. Uh, yeah, I'm actually liking it. it um, it's uh, kind of got a nice macho Sims feel to it. Not just that, but after any other multiplayer, any other open world game you can name, like I'm including. Dying Light 2, Spider-Man, Horizon Forbidden West, any recent open world game, the amount of flavor and little details in Grand Theft Auto V is peerless to this fucking day. Like, it is so... Well, Red Dead 2 had that as well, though. Same no, company. N- yes, but the but Red Dead was slow, and it fed you that shit very slowly. Yeah, but you could look at a guy's shaving kit. Yes, but Grand Theft Auto V, it is constantly, like bludgeoning you with charisma and it's it's always like an acerbic 
and um, the N word, but you know what do you? Mm-hmm. Do? Yeah, but <laughs> but there are two black characters doing it, so I'll I'll you know I, I got no problem letting it slide, especially given that both of the um um fuck Lamar is the friend Franklin Franklin and Lamar, given that they're both such charismatic guys, like Lamar is a complete idiot asshole, but the actor is doing an amazing job. <laughs> he was he ended up doing Black Jesus on that Adult Swim show. I have no idea what we're talking about. Black Jesus on an adult. The guy show. who played Lamar ended up being, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, really, really. That good. was pretty funny. It was a pretty good show. And just the physics of driving the cars around, I'm really enjoying that. Just mm. going for a toot, I'm, I'm really quite enjoying that. But today, I booted up Galaxy for a little bit. Oh, oh no! And the gameplay is immediately so fucking good. I was tempted by Hollow Knight, Alex. But again, that's something I know where it's going. With Galaxy, it's a roguelike you never know. Yeah, it, it took eight tries, but I finally, you know, fell off the Hollow Knight train. <laughs> so, did somebody physically steal your copy of Elden no, Ring? No, it's digital. You can't. I have no. the license. Did you get banned from Elden Ring, if that's even a thing? No, no, I just fought... This is for your own good, David. We've shut you <laughs> off. I've just fought so many PvP Smurfs, and guys with... Like, okay... Do you know Varus's mask, Alex? You know what I'm talking about? Um, Describe it. Uh, do you remember Varus, the, the Vara, the guy who greets you, you're maidenless, you're just a little... Pissed. Oh, yeah, that bastard. That <clears throat> okay, well, if you meet him later, and eventually you can get his gear. Right, and he's the mask, Dark Brotherhood kind of dude. Yeah, and it's like a very, very end game area, like, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Castle of Moog or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. In that area, you can get his mask. And his mask, whenever bleed occurs anywhere near you, your attack power significantly goes up. Oh, neat. So you'll fight people who are level 38 wearing that mask, and they're using rivers of blood. Ooh. And when they kill you, which they will, because they're wearing that mask and they have rivers of blood, um, they'll teabag you. And I just got (laughs) fucking sick of it. Like, I just got so annoyed with... um, with just hosts who really weren't paying attention and obviously didn't know what they were doing and just dying over and over and invaders coming in with like rocket launchers mounted on each shoulder and being really impressed with themselves. I'm like, what the fuck am I? I'm not having fun with this. So I just kind of wandered off and I've been looking for a pasture ever since. And Grand Theft, and I'm fucking shocked. I am shocked that Grand Theft Auto V was the one where I kind of landed and was like, I could stay here. I mean, it's been seven years since I've given that game a chance. Uh, well, here's the thing. When you think of Grand, Th- when I thought of Grand Theft Auto V, I realized my impression of it was being colored by how much I fucking hated Red Dead Redemption Two. I did kind of hate, but it. you didn't hate it until you were done with it. Then that you is realized impressive. What you had done that took a long time. Red Dead Redemption yes. Two? No, no. I knew. I didn't as hate soon... it until I was finished with it. Then I was like, wow. That's no. what I did with 70 hours? No, I hated it in, like, the first verdant open-world area you get after the mountains. Like, I saw how slow it was. I, I felt how shitty this controlled and how much time it spent requiring you to do anything and just pissed me off to no end. Navel-gazing the game, basically. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto V permits you to na- navel-gaze in any way you want to, and you can get there in, like, a Formula One racer if you want to. Uh <laughs> But you can go and sit in a movie theater if you want to. You can go and get a shave. You can go and walk around these stores. You can you can stick up guys. Like the there was a lot of freedom in Red Dead Redemption 2, but accessing it was never as interesting to me 
as as fun. A lot it's not of pastures and horse testicles right there. I don't know. It made me. It made me look at the current price of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two because I'm like, maybe I, you know, if it's if it's cheap right now, and I know it's getting a PS5 upgrade soon. If I can get that for thirteen dollars, I will. You don't Give own me... it digitally. I actually own no. that one digitally. No, I got a I got a physical copy of it, Tragic. Hmm. But yeah, Red Dead Five working for me. Probably. Are cool. we gonna go back to that? I can see myself giving Red Dead Two another shot. I want to like it. <laughs> I really did. My God, is it my thing? It's. I, I love Arthur. He's the best protagonist. Yes, they've ever had. And Arthur's death is so well handled. He's I love his scene where he learns he has tuberculosis so much. Well, the doctors just are like, "You have fucking money, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Here, tell me how I'm dying." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kind of want to check that out again. I know. So, I thought I was going to have a hardware review for you guys because I picked up a pair of Sony's Pulse 3D headsets. Oh, the PS5 headset. Yes. Okay. I bought one. I haven't taken it out of the box yet. <laughs> I've had that shit since launch. The Pulse 3Ds? Mm-hmm. What do you think of them? Um, Are they better than your old ones? Yeah, yeah, but the sound that a PlayStation 5, the depth of the sound that the PlayStation 5 wants to put out, it sounds better if you're playing two different games. If you boot up the PS4 version of Elden Ring on your TV and compare it to the PS5 version of Elden Ring, the PS4 version of Elden Ring is running lighter, shittier, tinnier sound. Oh, no. You can hear all this treble in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as you go into the PS5 version, it's like a full booming thing. So the Pulse 3Ds don't have that much bass to them? Is that where you're going with this? No, where I'm going with this is their... Uh, Sony's Sony's first-party headset has always been what I used. Yeah. And because when I, I tried some, some mid-tier ones, and then I got Sony's, and they were so much better than the mid-tier, and so much better than anything else I'd experienced. And it does, like, 3D. It does yeah, that's, like why, really that's good why I 3D. bought it. Is it, is it. They do 3D, yeah. But they've been doing that since last gen. And so these ones are just as good as those ones. They're great. They're perfect. They they, they reproduce the sound perfectly and better than TV speakers would. But you've got mm. this round sound. I do, but I was just kind of curious. And I got them in at the store. I had like 25 bucks of credit laying around, so I bought them. I mean, we were selling them for eighty nine ninety nine. I got it for $25 off because uh, I had credit that, laying yeah, around. That's pretty good. So, but, I mean, I, I just wanted to give them a shot. You know what they're actually for? Hmm. Multiplayer. That's it. Oh, for like yeah, they're directional for, hearing. They're, no, they're for chat. They're for chat. Oh, well, fuck that. Yes, you know. don't need that. Well, I mean, I'll use them at some point. I, I could see them using them for like a horror game. If there's any specific mm. horror game, it's exclusive for PS5, then I'll play it that way. Gosh, is there a horror game that came out recently? And do we have a horror guy who likes horror games? Uh, I am playing said horror game. So I was... The Quarry. Yeah, The Quarry. I, I, I got stuck on a boss in a ton of the Noctis it was just so fucking hard that I'm like, you know what? I need a break. Okay. And thankfully, the Gamefly gods had sent me several games, and I was playing The Quarry. Now, The Quarry is the follow-up to Until Dawn. These little like, ones on the sides they did. Not a sequel, but... It's not a sequel, but, I mean, I, I have not finished it yet. I've got about two chapters left, like one it, and a half, is, I think. Is Detroit a sequel to uh, Beyond Two Souls? Hours? Yeah, so, is, so is it, it is... Yeah. It, for the first half of the game, it is literally the same as Until Until Dawn, but with worse characters. Oh, no. 
Now, down when you to, say worst characters, do you mean they don't badly, talk like people talk? These are badly yeah. drawn and presented characters. Okay, they are all annoying as fuck. Well, all of them. But people can be annoying as fuck and still come across. But as they don't talk characters. the way people talk. So uh, they talk neat. like how writers think people talk. Oh, yeah. We are insufferable. Yes. And so the first half, you're dealing with that, and it's a slow burn. And then remember, in Until Dawn. There's that double switch where you've got the one crazy guy who's get, setting all the fake stuff up. I didn't get that far with it. You didn't finish Until Dawn? No, I didn't like it that much. You didn't see Rami Malek kill people? Oh. Yeah, so Rami Malek Spoilers. is faking killing people. No, I, I will spoil Until Dawn. That's old enough. So Rami it, Malek is almost faking. It's like 10 years old almost. Yeah, he's faking killing people to get back at these teenagers who he blames for his, his sister's death, two sisters. Oh. So he's faking it, right? He has these elaborate horror scenes set up. It looks like he gets cut in half at one point. And it turns out he's faking it all, but one of his sisters turned into a Wendigo. Oh. So you have an actual beastie running around, right? And you don't see the Wendigo until well after the halfway point of the game. There's some build-up there, right? The problem, my problem with, with the quarry is it shows you the monsters, like, right away. Like, hmm. here are the monsters. Here you go. And that here might have some... kept me interested in until dawn. But go on. See, and, well, here, here are the monsters. Here's some rednecks who who are wandering around the woods with guns. Who the kids are all afraid of, but you're pretty sure helping them out. So, I thought I had all this mapped out. I thought I knew what it was doing. Right? I'm like, all right, well, we're gonna finish this, and I'm gonna hate it. Right as I was getting to the point where I was getting kind of fed up with it, right around halfway, there's a twist. There's a twist, and it is it's actually a pretty good one. And I will not spoil it because the game's been out for like a week. So I'm not right. going to spoil it. So, yes, front half of the game, slow. Annoying characters. I tweeted out I wanted them all to die. I still want them all to die, and I have yet to kill any of them. <laughs> Second half of the game, the twist that comes is a good one. Okay. And there's still one more coming. There's something else happening. They're, 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 like one twist has occurred, and the monsters are not what you thought you are. The guys with guns are not who you thought they were, but there's still something else floating around that 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 has not been explained. Okay. That I'm hoping is going to be important. Sounds like it's got a hooks in you there, sir. Well, it, it kind of does, because I want to know what this last piece is. The problem is that it, it's, this is not really a game. It is a moderately interactive horror movie. Yeah. Okay. That's what they make, to the point where there is an option on the menu to just watch the game. But do you it's also got... get to make choices? Like No, no, no. What, there's what an are... option. On the front menu, there's movie mode. Yeah. It plays the game for you with predetermined choices. Oh. And you just watch it and see what it does. Oh. Yeah. And I have not... I remember we were talking about last week how there are points where if one of your characters dies, it lets you roll the clock back hmm. to where a decision was made to save that character. But no one's died. Yeah, I haven't killed anybody yet. And I don't think I'm going to save everyone because I think I left somebody in an unwinnable situation, I think. Well, not only that, but they're all assholes anyway. They're all assholes anyway. So, if, I mean, especially the jock guy. I'm like, God, just, I hate him so much. I hate him. He's um, going to die last. But David Arquette is in it. <laughs> That's amusing. Um, it's Maybe maybe next week I'll, we'll do a little spoiler thing on it. It's too way too soon now, but I want to talk about what the beasts actually are. And how it's a really cool take on an established monster. Hmm. Um, 
But that being said, this is not something I can say run out and spend seventy dollars on. Well, for me, it'd be like ninety. So yeah, like I was mildly I tempted can't, by it. I I cannot recommend it in that way because it's not, it's not really a game. And not only that, but just watching trailers, it doesn't look AAA enough. Well, here's the thing, though. In certain stages, in with certain lighting, you finally make it past the uncanny valley, and you're like, God damn it, these are people in this situation. Now, that is like 10% of the time. Yeah. The other 90% of the time, you're like, oh, that's CG stuff. Because there's a lot of weird texture pop in. Like the Unreal issue, okay. where everything loads, the texture's loading a little bit after. It feels like this was not optimized for like actual Xbox Series X slash PS5. Because loading issues should not be a thing anymore. It they really shouldn't. And they are. Like, you'll have stuff in, and the textures will pop in half a second later. And it's so jarring when... The facial capture is unnervingly good. Mm-hmm. But when the facial capture is good, but the texture on somebody's shirt doesn't pop in, <laughs> it just, it like, there you are at the bottom of the Uncanny Valley at that point in time. It just doesn't work well. Um, it, it's, and it, 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 this should not be a full-priced game. I mean, this is a little, this is longer than their short Dark Pictures anthologies ones that they're doing. But this is not a seventy dollar game. It's it really. Well, somebody's really got to pay David Arquette and I, Ted Raimi. <laughs> I saw true, Ted Raimi was in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am going to finish the last hour and a half of it probably tonight. You think that you've got that much left? Uh, I've got like a chapter and a half left, oh. and it's not very long. If, if not tonight, then tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, then we'll spoil it next week. But apart from that, that's all I've really had time for. I, I, like I said, I was working on Eternal Noctis, and I got to a phoenix boss, and go figure, the phoenix boss is hard to kill because it's a phoenix. Because that's what phoenixes are. Just, just put water on the ashes. It's a yeah. phoenix. Um, it did, much like Hollow Knight, it let me wander in the wrong direction for like five hours. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Sometimes so, it helps me respect the game. Yeah. I, I mean, I got... Well into two other areas, like a like 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 an underground mine area and an underground goblin town, Ooh. before I reached areas sections that I could not actually access because I was missing a power. I was like, "Fine, I'll go back up top and climb the tower." And I climb the tower, and hey, guess what? There's your power that uh. you know that allows you to get to these other areas. So now I've got these two other areas actually opened up, and I've got to the end of the. It's not a it's not a mine. It's like, it's like a furnace. You get to the end of the furnace, and yeah, there's a phoenix in there, and you have to fight the phoenix. And he is a son of a bitch right now, so we'll see what happens with that. Oh, right. This it, is the one with all the badass platforming. It is. It's the one with the badass platforming, and then this boss... It, it does the same standard thing with a lot of these like, Metrovanias, where the boss is only vulnerable at very specific times. Mm-hmm. You must dodge all their shit for like a while, and then you can hit like twice, and then dodge all their shit for a while. That's fine, but now it's a three-stage boss on top of that, and I'm like... It killed me a couple of times, and I was like, I don't have the stamina for this at the moment. <laughs> ah, we're so I, old. I just wanted to play something that was going to wash over me and maybe have a few scares in it, and that's kind of what the quarry is. It's not frightening at all. There are no scares here. Well, then, wh- wh- what are we even doing with the quarry if it's not scary? Passing the time until Callisto Protocol comes out. How does that sound? That's, that well, sounds like a plan to me, honestly. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I'm so glad I didn't spend money on that shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it forty bucks. I won't. When it's when it's six ninety nine, 
I'll think about it and decide not to because it's not good looking enough. <laughs> so shallow chances. I'll, I'll spend that money on a digital copy of Miles Morales. Hmm. That would be worth the time. Yes. I do need to play that once. Have you not played Miles Morales yet? I have not. Oh my god, it's it's mechanically it's better than Spider Man. Yeah. I'll play that when you guys play Psychonauts too. Oh that's a, uh that's what would Demon movie. Souls, Alex? You know what? I'm good on Demon Souls. Oh well. I just straight up didn't like it as much. I, I think they so learned pretty. a lot of good lessons from it. Did you try the new one? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. What have you been playing, sir? I have also been wanting stuff to kind of just wash over me while I catch up on some podcasts. So I Ugh, I played Torchlight 2 again on PS on PS5. I oh, love no, the fine. controller controls. It's just yeah. it's, it's a fun thing to pass the time with. I also got kind of good at uh, Vampire uh, Survivors. Vampire Survivors? It's kind of like that like Castlevania cookie clicker. Oh, it's yeah. literally 80% character building, and I kind of love it. And I I figured out how to like survive long enough so that death gives up and just flies on the screen and kills you. Because yeah. you've survived for too long at like 30 minutes. Okay, I game think that's on Game Pass now. Uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Should mess with and that. I finally found a character I like. You have like 15 characters to choose from, and I found one that actually works for me. Just, and I'm getting a lot done. I can't, I can't, I could not get past those graphics. There's it's, no way. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm surprised I did myself. I uh, Shredder's Revenge came out today. Have you looked yeah, at reviews? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. I need to, I need to download that because it looks really freaking good. Have you looked at reviews for that shit? Not yet. That's what I'm doing right now, actually. It looks... It's getting great reviews. But I just know if I downloaded and played it, it would just be... It would feel so mashy. I don't know. Maybe I should give it a shot. That's what it is. Is it a remake or... No. No, it's just like a new... One of those... A new version of one of those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade games. Yeah. But it's it's a it new, like... It's a new game. A whole new game. Yeah. It's a whole yeah, new game. Okay. It's a whole new game. I like the old Konami games, but it's got... The arcade, Apparently it actually arcade ones. really good online, like really good. Apparently the online was like off when people tried to launch it today. I don't know. Really? Because I heard people, maybe, but I've heard people I just, like play that they played large sections of the game. The thing is, six I would fucking love to, I, I think I would love to play through this with my older brother. The animation of characters is good. There's there's hidden mechanics in here, like like actual like like fighting game moves in here. Right. Up to six player online. I'll check it out. I'm playing. Shredder. I mean, the the or, last person, the last thing they announced was Casey Jones as a character in it. I know who really wants to play as Casey Jones. Who Waiting. wants to play as April? I don't want to play as April. And there are people There's who want to play as April. One correct answer. It's Donatello, and you can't tell me I'm wrong. Uh, well, first of all, Raphael or Splinter. What the obviously. fuck is that? No, Raphael. What the fuck is Raphael? Raphael is the sarcastic one. He's the one I was as a child. Alex is the smart one. Alex, were you, were, you, were you Leonardo? Uh, Bo Staff, yeah. Hmm. That's Donatello. That's Donatello. Donatello, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, Donatello was my alt. <laughs> just just mechanically because he had the reach. <laughs> he had the reach, yeah. It's sitting at 85 right now for the PS4 version. That's pretty good. Yeah, for, for what is ostensibly a uh, rose-colored glasses grab and old stuff. Yeah, and it's like... I mean, how much off. money could this have cost them to make? It's 10% off with PS Plus and bringing it down to $30 Canadian. I, oh, you know what? Okay, okay. You talked me into it, you son of a bitch. 88 on Xbox One, probably because it's free. 
It's like yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, it's a good value. You didn't have to pay value. if you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, that's that. The plan is, I mean, Eternal. I'll go back to eventually. I'm gonna play through this, but I'm gonna download it on Game Pass and just kind of knock it out. But I want to see it. It looks, the animation, of the characters looks good. It looks colorful. Yeah. It looks kind of silly and fun. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. I wonder if I'm pretty sure I have that Simpsons arcade game somewhere. So that has actually not aged as poorly as you think, and there's there's a strange like like cross generational appeal for that game. So remember. Like last year, right before that, I talked about that arcade thing I picked up where I bought that, that two-player arcade stick and I had like a thousand arcade games on there. Mm-hmm. Well, I had, before I moved out to Tennessee, I had my nieces and nephews come over, three of which are old enough to understand video games. So I showed them this and they're like, is Simpsons on there? And I said, yes, and that's what they wanted to play. I've got so, all these old arcade games. They wanted to play Simpsons arcade game. What platform did you have this on? I, I've got it. Basically, it's running MAME on a giant arcade stick I have. Oh, okay. And I've got I I've, I've got like a whole. It's probably over a thousand arcade games on it, like all the old stuff. And the one thing they asked for, Simpsons arcade game. Look, I remember playing it at many birthday parties and loving the shit out of it. Yes, Simpsons arcade games are fantastic. There's a uh, there's a. They always kept dying version. at the Krusty Balloon. Yeah, fuck that thing. <laughs> is that the first boss? Yeah, I think he is the first, the first boss. boss. The Pier's the first level. Yeah, no, we were young. We were not good. I think we made it to, like, the uh, graveyard elevator once. Mm-hmm. There doesn't appear to be a current-gen PlayStation version of it. But there is an Xbox version of it. Therefore, you can just per- buy it off Xbox Live. I could, yeah. And I couldn't. Hmm? Curse you, Sony. That's because Sony hates you. Sony hates you. Never forget that Sony actively hates you. They're in it for the money, I know. Well, they all are, but Sony's Um, more transparent about it. I do remember watching in awe years later, like some older kids, like fighting Mr. Burns and a robot. I'm like, oh, that's got to be the last boss. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I could beat it with like $3.50 in the arcade. You. That's pretty good. Wow. Well, I mean, I had some practice. Um, there was some good TV this week. Yes, there was. Uh, Orville. Uh, well, Orville, not so much. Uh, you don't I, think so? No, I enjoyed it, but I'm not like, oh my god, this week's Orville was amazing. I um, liked it. I don't know. It was too like Deus Ex Machina at the end. A little just, bit, yeah. But everyone that got turned died. The makeup on that guy with the eyes. That guy with the eyes. Like, um. Uh, the the admiral that ended up like getting like the, like the roach face. That was last week's episode, motherfucker. Jesus. Oh, I haven't seen this week's. Oh fuck! I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, last <laughs> week, yeah, last week's was you know there was a little bit of thriller going on in there. I quite like that. It was one of those episodes, but I was still waiting for the Orville to be funny again. Which is oh, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I want that to happen. We kind of got a bit more of it this episode, which was nice. Um, but no, uh, Netflix started putting out their Netflix is a joke festival stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of like hour, hour and a half specials. One is uh, Lily Tomlin and um, uh, Jane Fonda host just a bunch Jane of women Fonda? comics. Yeah. Uh, give me, continue, go about your business. Give me like two minutes. I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. No, I love Continue Lily talking Tomlin. about TV. Um, one is uh, Amy Schumer hosting a bunch of comics talking about parenthood. One is uh, Bill Burr 
called Friends Who Kill. And it's just a bunch of really, really good comics in front of the worst room of any of these festivals you, or any of these shows you've seen. The Bill Burr had, like, incredible talent in front of a dead fucking room. I couldn't get it. Uh. Like, they were doing great jokes, and these people were just, like, not in the mood for comedy or something. I don't know. It really, the, the audience really killed that one. Weirdly enough, I think the best one is called uh, Stand Out. It's just a bunch of LGBTQ, etc. comics. And I just turned it on because I'll, it's stand-up. I'll watch it. I'll check it out. And of all the ones to come out this week, I laughed the most at that one. I was the most surprised by that one. Hmm. I actually thought that was really, really good. But no, I thought the best TV this week was Kenobi, the new Kenobi episode. Have you seen okay, that that's, shit? Okay, so that's finally turning on. No, I, I'm... Ugh. Oh, fuck, it's so good. I can't... I don't know if I'm coming back for any more Star Wars shows. I really don't. No, I was talking to my brother about that last night. He and I are both on the exact same page. I did not know that I wanted to see Darth Vader pick up Obi-Wan with the Force and drag him through a, a field of fire in, in revenge. Well, that does sound pretty neat. But I definitely needed, I, I didn't know I wanted to see that shit. I want to see that shit. Where the story goes, what they do with the Leia character, uh, the girl who who plays Leia, the more you see her do it, the more it's like, man, she like went back. This little girl went and studied Carrie Fisher to get her mannerisms. It's fucking awesome. Really? It's real. Alex, Jesus Christ, you're missing out on the good one. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is All a right. good one. This is this is up there with Mandalorian at least, but it's it's got more fucking Jedi kicking each other's ass with lightsaber shit. Like yes, yes, mm-hmm. these are good things. Yes, and and Miss Marvel's also going on, but after the first episode, I was like, do I really want to? Oh no. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, it's it's as good as Hawkeye, and I'm not hyped for that. Yeah, Hawkeye didn't really do it for me either. I started rewatching um, Our Flag Needs Death today. I have to start that as well. You should. I highly recommend it. Um, <clears throat> so does that mean it's time for headlines? Or you got some well, TV? have you have you heard of Under the Banner of Heaven? I'm gonna Google it. Go ahead. What network, has, what network has this? Uh, Hulu. Hmm. Oh. I think it's a Hulu exclusive. It's Andrew Garfield. Um, Wyatt. Uh. uh Ah, damn it. Goldie Hawn's son. Um, Wyatt, the true crime uh, series advances an old insidious idea that Mormons are a threat to the American project. Ah, oh, Jesus. Wyatt Russell. Russell, thank you. The guy who was evil Captain America this year is one of the... He plays one of the worst human beings I've ever seen on screen, and he plays him believingly. Oh, that guy. He is... So good, so so fucking good. Andrew Garfield's fine. Everyone's pretty okay, okay. but Andrew like there's... Garfield is good in anything he does. I will go to bat for Andrew Garfield. He's such a sweet Mormon. He's like a realistic cop, but he's also a Mormon, and like that that breaks him in interesting ways to watch. It's kind of hokey, especially towards the end, where like I feel like the LDS Church demands like, okay, you can make this show, but you have to produce like a, a Mormon documentary. Will pop into once like okay so this Mormon family is falling apart at the seams and this man's being violent with his children so now let's take a break let's talk about what Joseph Smith really did and mm-hmm. it's it's getting a little bad towards the end it's a little too much of that but it's true crime this all happened and it is some harrowing shit 
and it's worth your time. There's some amazing performances in here. Okay. All right. I'll check that out if it's on Crave. It's a little hokey, but it's also constantly gorgeous. I do like I do like Andrew Garfield and uh, the Wyatt Russell example of a decent actor's kid being a better actor than dad. He's really good. Like He's so fucking good. The only other Hollywood legacy actor I can think of like that is uh is it David Washington? Oh yeah, yeah, Denzel's kid. Yeah, uh, he's really good. He wasn't he he was the guy in Tenet, right? Tenet? N- no. Was that him in Tenet? Pretty sure. Huh. I know he was um uh Yeah, John Black Landsman. John David Washington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So yeah, Denzel's kid. Uh, but those are pretty rare. <laughs> Usually it's like, why is this person acting? And you look it up. And, oh, uh, I would say Drew Barrymore is in that club. Okay. Is Drew Barrymore actually a good actor or is she just a charming personality that we will never get sick of? I, I think it's a little both. I, I think she's acting in Almost Famous. As an actor, she never... No. As an actor, Drew Barrymore never overcame suspension of disbelief with She's always just Drew Barrymore? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What about... Hmm. Like, anyone can do Drew Barrymore impressions. <laughs> like, all you have to do is, like, stretch out your lips a little extra. <laughs> and and she never tries to be anyone else. And, you know, that's, that's part of what makes her personality... I guess she's more of a movie star then, I guess. I guess yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely more of a movie star than that. What about... Hmm. Which reminds me... Last week, we were discussing who could play Harley opposite Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And yeah. I said it needed to be a casting as crazy as Joaquin Phoenix himself. And then as soon as the podcast ended, I started getting fucking ideas. Rachel yeah. Weiss, Rachel Weiss, I would love to see in that role. Um, um, who is the other? Uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette would be great. Um, Francis McDormand, I thought, was pretty good. Francis McDormand was my third suggestion. Any of those... I think would be an impressive casting choice that would make me interested in watching this movie. Um, instead, instead it was announced this week, Lady Gaga <laughs> will star opposite Joaquin Phoenix in the next in the Joker sequel, and and it will be a musical. Now, last week I said we needed some casting for this show that was just as ridiculous as casting Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. It is. Gaga. That's actually... You don't see it coming. That's kind of crazy. And you know what? It just might work. The only thing that pisses me off is she's like 20 years younger than him. Ooh. And I say take whatever you were going to do. Like, let Lady Gaga do the music, but cast Francis McDormand. Yeah, I keep forgetting Joaquin's pretty old. Yeah, I don't. Look at him. Yeah, he's getting craggy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm still in the... And I think that Tony Collette is too easy, just because she's blonde. That's why I kind of went Rachel Weisz. Um, Walking Phoenix is only two years older than I am, you motherfuckers. Uh-oh. Okay, but how old is Lady Gaga? Uh, she's know. almost my age. See, Hold on. practically a baby. Walking yes, practically Phoenix a baby was at thirty-two. Born in seventy-four. Okay. Lady Gaga was born in eighty-six. Yes, yeah, so that's disgusting. not that bad. Eleven-year no, difference. Disgusting. Robbing, no, robbing no. the pop star cradle. 
Oh, please. Her That's, career's no. on the downswing. Let's 11 year difference when Her you're acting career's taking off, weirdly enough. That is true. Uh, so that means it's time for headlines, gentlemen. I can't believe I'm going to bat for Lady Gaga. Yes, yes, it is time for headlines. headlines. Right, you know what? She's earned her fame. She writes her own stuff. I have no ill will. No, I have no ill will towards Lady Gaga. And frankly, when I saw the news, I was like, okay, that is bonkers and it could work. Yeah. Like, it is bonkers. But still, now I've got the idea of Francis McDormand as Harley Quinn in my head and I can't get it out. And I want to see good, that Pretty shit. good picture. No, I want to see that shit. Anyway. And what about Meryl Streep? I mean, she hasn't done much lately. Maybe she's like out of the game. But Meryl Streep's Harley Quinn, that would get an Oscar. With the right, ah. with the right writer and director, fuck yeah. It's you know, you know who else could have pulled it off? Who? And it's kind of, well, she already, you know, I don't know. Um, who played Catwoman in two? Oh, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer could have been a great be Harley Quinn. Yeah, she could right. still yeah. be a good or, Harley Quinn. And another one I thought might be too obvious, but I'm really enjoying everything Christina Ricci's done lately. Christina Ricci's doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can just ah. picture her with that demented smile. Eh? It's almost too perfect. Yeah, she's already playing pre-Quinn, Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's because yeah, because visually she'd be so perfect for it. It's like, yeah, let's get away from that and go into something a little more surprising. Anyway. I, I've been rewatching Stranger Things with Laura, and first season's still really good. Well, the first season was really good. It got everyone yeah. hooked for the next three. Then, I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't know if I can sit through th- season three again, but we'll see. Well, that, that was the one with the mall. The, I liked the one in the mall. I, I don't hate any season, but it, yeah, it, it never gets as like just re- just so good. Good like, as the just, first one. Yeah, you're just like, well, I'm not going to sleep tonight. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hashtag Chance Was Right Abbott Elementary is leading this year's Television Critics Association Awards nominations with five Better Call Saul, Severance, and Yellow Jackets are all in second place with four nominations each. Those are all amazing choices. Uh, Abbott Elementary Season 2 starts this September on ABC that's a really short turnaround between seasons My desks have been been desked. desked. (laughs) Thank you you watched it. Okay. Oh so good (laughs) what, What did she say? She says Baby Jesus and the grown one too. My desks, My desks have been desked. Dest. <laughs> I never heard that term phrase, baby Jesus and the grown one Oh, there's one some too. good ones. Uh, they season... brought back Mike Could too. I love Mike Could. Who's that? I might could do that. Oh, yeah. oh Mike Could. Yeah. yeah. Uh, season three of Tuca and Birdie starts July 10th on Adult Swim, then HBO Max the next day. It's nice that show found a home. It had a, big, I, I, it had a yeah. lot of fans. Uh, Taika Waititi says his Star Wars movie won't deal with any characters from the Skywalker saga. Quote, I think for the Star Wars universe to expand, it has to expand. Otherwise, it feels like it's a very small story. Thank you, Taika. They did it with Solo, and then nobody watched it. No, it had fucking Han Solo and Chewbacca in it. Solo is not a Skywalker. He's core. He's core to the original trilogy. And the sequel trilogy. See, I think Whitey's talking about how if you go through 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, there's always a Skywalker there. Yeah, but I think, what, I think not... what he's suggesting is we're going to do, like, I don't even want a Rogue One. I want, like, a backwoods Star, Wo- Star Wars story about a bunch of characters who have never met any of those people. That's called generic sci-fi. No, it's not, because this one's fully licensed Star Wars directed by Taika Waititi. It'll be fun. Okay. 
But what's the tie-in then? It's just in the universe. Yeah. Fine. Now you have now you have Warhammer. Dilute your IP that much. There you go. Speaking of Star Wars related dead ends, have you seen this stuff about the Star Wars hotel? It's like begging people yeah. that stayed there to explain to them how much it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, they there were all these horrible indoor pills. Like uh-huh. you never left the indoors once you went into the hotel. And they it put was people like, in a submarine, charged them five grand for the privilege. Yeah. Enjoy the sardine game with LCD screens as windows. I enjoy it. Okay. So remember recently when Netflix fired all of their recently hired creators of color? Super gross. Super gross. Well, today they announced Super Gross, a squid game reality TV show where 456 contestants fight for the chance to win $4.56 million. Are they going to kill people? Um, No, but the entire fucking point of Squid Game is how monstrous capitalism is and how it drives us to debase ourselves just for the hope of survival. And This takes the wrong lesson from that and says, let's watch people do this. Yes, come on, everybody. Let's watch more people debase themselves for money. Like, fuck you, Netflix. (laughs) What was it? Um, I'm going to butcher this tweet, but it was like, um, beloved sci-fi offer. I uh, yes, I invented the the book. Or I wrote the book, the the Hate Matrix, so that we wouldn't make the Hate ma- Matrix. And like fifteen years later, tech guru. So we finally are able to make the Hate Matrix. Uh, Conan, you guys see that tweet of um, Ryan Gosling as as Ken, as Ken yes, in the did. Barbie movie? So I think the best reaction was Conan O'Brien's yesterday. <clears throat> Quote: I can't believe Ryan Gosling is playing Ken in the Barbie movie. I'll put my smooth mound up against his any day. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a second that I laughed my ass off. <clears throat> and we already got that. The creators of that successful Cobra Kai show are turning Duke Nukem into a feature film. Nobody wants this. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants this. Nobody wanted the Stretch Armstrong film either. Thank God yeah. that died. That was a thing? God. Oh, that was a thing. It was going to be Taylor Lautner. I should tell you exactly when that was supposed to happen, too. I think I think I have John St. John playing Duke, otherwise the voices could be wrong. Well, I mean, I'll be able to get a cameo or some shit. Uh, Henry Golding and Uma Thurman both have roles in the upcoming sequel to Netflix's The Old Guard. I didn't know that was getting a sequel. That's awesome. You put, you put Charlize Theron in a thing. I'm going to watch that thing. Uh, Did you watch The Northman? Yeah. But I still don't know yeah. who the fuck she was in it. Was she the Valkyrie? Charlie Theron? Yeah. She was the mom. No, she was not. Fucking uh, Nicole Kidman was the mom. Nicole Kidman, my bad. Yeah. Not all blonde women are the same blonde woman, Alex. Well, when they're Australian, the blinds are blurred. <laughs> okay, so... Uh... Yeah, it's all Australians Charlize, the same Charlie Theron is South African. <laughs> my fucking bad. Anyway. Fucking racist. Am I? I don't think <laughs> All so. these white know. people look the same to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm racist against Aryans. I feel terrible about that. Okay. I would put that on just, a just, card. Just all, all chewed up inside. Uh, HBO Max is made for love starring Kristen Milioti has been canceled after two seasons. I just I just want nothing but the best for Milioti. She's, she's so good. I want to see whatever she's doing next. I'm a fan. Uh, and not only that, but the way season two ended, it's an okay ending for that character. You go rule the world. That's oh, that's fine. where it ends? Neat. That's where it ends. She she traps him uh, in his own body 
and he's like in the sunken place and what's running it is an AI based on his personality that is just nice and wants to please her it's like dollhouse nice yeah it's kind of it's what he was trying to do to her it's, it's anyway <clears throat> Apple Plus's Schmigadoon however is getting a season two is that like a whole new cast because I want Cecily and Keenan to keep doing their thing and the whole point of the first season was they got out I wonder if like they're married five years later and they're having problems so they must return to Schmigadoon anyway <laughs> Uh, Amazon's The Boys has been renewed for season four. I'm really enjoying The Boys each week. That's a good show. Uh, In Overwatch news, the Junker Queen was briefly teased slash revealed at Microsoft Showcase on Sunday. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the game's free-to-play early access will come to all platforms on October 4th. New highlight intros were shown for a lot of heroes. Tracer finally got one that actually shows her using her pulse bomb. Um, like every every other character basically has a highlight intro showing their ultimate except tracer. It drove me crazy for years. Uh, current Overwatch owners will get a Founders Pack that gives you two epic skins for Overwatch 2. A new closed beta will occur for PC and consoles starting the 28th of June. And they say we'll give you more details soon. Hmm. And then an X, or not not Xbox, this thing. There was a, there was a separate Overwatch reveal today about how we're going to detail Overwatch 2. And they really left me with more fucking questions than answers. We got a lot of answers, but... So, like, now it's free-to-play, but... But Battle Pass. Uh, now, at this point... So, Fortnite! All right. At this point, I need one of you to explain to me what the fuck a Battle Pass is for a free-to-play game. Um, It's uh, a monthly care package of skins and stuff. That you still need to earn by playing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, so when, you, when you buy a battle pass in Fortnite, or Call of Duty for that matter, you don't get everything in the battle pass. The ba- it just unlocks the ability to grind for XP or whatever to unlock the things in the battle pass. So if you buy the battle pass and you don't play enough to earn all the stuff, you have literally wasted money. Gross. Wow, that's insidious as fuck. That has Bobby mm-hmm. Kotick's dick all over it. I can smell his disgusting dick smegma from here. Spegba. Oh, Smegma. underused word. Thank you. Um, that's, yeah, that's that fucking, is delightful. That's fucking gross to me. That is so fucking gross to me. I mean, I appreciate that I paid, you know, 60 bucks for Overwatch at launch and then probably 40 bucks a couple years later for a digital copy. And then I bought probably $300 at least with the loot boxes year one. And then nothing ever since. I invested, I'm, so I invested, you know, a meager amount in Overwatch in the first year, and then nothing again ever since. And maybe this is what they have to do to keep it as, people seem happy with Fortnite. They do. And I don't, while I fucking hate Activision, I don't begrudge the Overwatch team the need to be, get paid. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do, gentlemen. I think you're going to play Overwatch 2 at least for a hot minute. Uh, once or twice. Um, <laughs> Overwatch 2 will launch with three new heroes on October 4th with 30 with thirty new skins, which isn't much for a roster that currently has 32 heroes. So Trace is not getting one. I don't know. Uh, ah. December 6th, 2022 will bring a new tank hero and another 30 new skins. Uh, there will be no more loot boxes. It is moving to Battle Pass, but it gives no explanation of what the Battle Pass actually entails or provides, and they say it will, quote, give the players more ability to choose 
mm-hmm. what exactly they are willing to spend money on is the impression I get. Uh, there will be new weapon charms you can hang on your guns. There will be new mythic quality skins that have like parts that you could equip and unequip to alter the look. I'm really disappointed by that. I think they could have done something much better. <clears throat> if you earn an item on one platform, you have it on all platforms, which is something that's fine. Yeah, that a lot neat. of people have been asking for forever. Uh, you can sign up to get into the beta next beta today via Overwatch's website. The next beta is on all platforms, so it, it will be on console. Um, it also apparently has a PS5 SKU, which is weird. Um, the Xbox version, if you're playing on a Series X, you can get up to 120 frames. Nice. So Xbox players actually have a tactile advantage over PlayStation players. Uh, it's re- Even if they're not using the most, it's really frustrating. Um, so we'll see what happens with the PlayStation 5 version of the game. This is new to Overwatch 2. You'll need to have a phone number associated with your Battle.net account in order to play Overwatch 2. Are they forcing two-factor authentication? I don't know, but you ha- hmm. but someone was just showing a terms of use thing and highlighted that and put that up on Twitter. Weird. Well, okay, so if a game goes free to play, now it's always been an issue on consoles because you, with a Hotmail address you can just create yourself a new PSN account and that would be a child to my current account that has PlayStation Plus, therefore it can play online. Therefore, with a Hotmail account, you can create a new Overwatch account. Speaking of, apparently a Hotmail account is not good enough to play to get a set up an account on Reset Era. Yeah, you have to have... Um, a paid email account. Yeah, well, it could be your job or it could be uh, whichever email account I don't have an email for my job. comes with your internet provider. I don't even know if I have one of those. Yeah, but uh, every internet provider gives you that. You always get like a, you know, I could get a, a, a chance I at MTS. Don't think, I don't I, think Xfinity does. Well, but that's what it's for. It's to make sure that adults can... True, but I've had the same Hotmail address for more than 20 years, and Reset Era is like, not good enough. You know what? Fuck those guys. I know. I didn't want to post there anyway. Well, actually, Morning Lord and I recently had a conversation. Remember Morning Lord, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Basically... On PA or on Reset Era? On PA. Okay. And what it was was just another example of us discussing a game and someone taking it really personally. (laughs) And... And this happens way too much. Like, it... People get down each other's throats on that forums for saying, I did this thing and it made me really happy. And it's like, you shouldn't say that because it might make people who didn't do it feel worse. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's no pretty one, woke no one's talking right about, Yeah, no one's talking about you at all. But there's a, it's not that. It's like, it's not wokeness. It's, it's a really conservative way of twisting truth and making everything someone else's problem. Like, it's gross. And it all happened since Tube left. I think we've had this conversation. But recently... We have, and yeah, the, the new moderators are not doing as good of a job. Tube yeah. had a very specific way of doing things. So yeah. yeah, and yeah. months ago, I think it was, I had a conversation with Morning Lord um, where I explained, like, like, someone had just been an asshole to him, and I just came in in a DM and said, just so you know, these people are fucking assholes. They've been assholes to me, too. Uh, this place sucks, and it sucks for a while. I'm I'm getting out of here. I'm going to Reset Era. He's like, I don't think I have an email account for that. I'm like, sorry, dude, but there are greener pastures than this, and you don't need this. You don't need to be abused like this. And I haven't posted in Penny Arcade since. That's too bad. It is, because that was my home for a while. I really like it. Uh, but, so yeah, what the phone, associating your phone number to your Battle.net account is, is it locks down Smurfs. Oh. So even on PlayStation, 
hopefully what that means is um, you can't Smurf anymore unless you want to go and buy a cell phone to do it. We gotta buy a burner phone to Smurf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, that's a decent enough barrier. Mm-hmm. I'm quite pleased with that actually, because that was that was a big fear of mine when they announced free to play. Uh, <clears throat> and finally, you can buy the Watchpoint pack for forty U.S. dollars starting today, which gives you uh, the extra loot boxes version of Overwatch One, which I already have. So why are you charging me forty bucks? Plus guaranteed access to the beta starting on the twenty eighth. Interesting. Plus, a few skins for Overwatch 2, a few thousand Overwatch 2 fun bucks, but it doesn't tell you how much a few thousand fun bucks buy you in Overwatch 2. And you get the Season 1 Premium Battle Pass. So, like, how much mm. is a Fortnite Battle Pass? Uh, I don't know. It's not 10, 20 bucks? Hold on. Let's find out. Fortnite's Battle Pass. And how long is a season? Yeah, okay, season. well, the Fortnite's Battle Pass is 950 V-Bucks. So you have to buy V-Bucks. That doesn't help me. I don't even know. Jesus. Wow, that's really designed for parents. It's all parents. obfuscated behind other stuff. $9.50 about. And a season goes from July 11th to September 27th. Mm-hmm. So yeah, see, like, I don't remember how long they... They said how long a season would be, and I wasn't paying enough attention to note it. But um, if it's like Diablo, it's like a solid four months. No, it would be like nine weeks tops. Okay. Um, You'll get a new hero every other season, and the seasons you don't get a new hero, they'll be adding a new map, they say. But you know what? They said the same shit about Overwatch 1, and that lasted a year and a half. So, we'll see. So, I'm a little trepidatious. I'm A blizzard? Why? What do they have done to abuse our trust? Yeah, I... uh, (laughs) There, obviously, there's this part of me that wants to go get this Watchpoint pack, like, definitely, fucking definitely, but what I'm going to do is talk to my brother about it. And if he's going to get it, yeah, I'll get it, and we'll play some Overwatch 2 together. And then we'll see. We will see. Uh, Xbox had their showcase on Sunday. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm a little super worried about Bethesda as a company in general, oh, yeah. but... See, I put that in front of every headline, because that was the first thing we should have fucking talked about at the start of the episode. What's well, I don't understand what people are so mad about with what they saw from Starfield. Um, I mean, Star- yeah, Starfield is the news item of the week. Yeah, go ahead. It's Alex. a Fallout Four mod, and I frankly expected a lot better than this. Thank you, Alex. It's in space. It's in space, and it's fine. But this is Bethesda; they have more money than God, and I feel like what if this isn't some shown, no, 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 if this isn't some of some of the best, what could they have shown you that would convince you that this was more? Not when more. We, in just, the like five minutes that they showed you. When we entered into talks with Microsoft, we understood that it was a good idea because we both care about experiences that blow Again, players away. With that in mind, we have partnered with PlayStation to get the, uh, the Horizon engine. And we've been working on that for the, with that for the last five years. This is a completely new engine with completely new combat effects, all kinds of you know current-gen bells and whistles, and, crucially, it runs really well. Did it look bad? Did what, yes, did, what it they fucking look bad? did. Alex, no, it, it looked didn't. like it looked a five-year-old okay. game. It looked like a well, five-year-old game. It looked, And that's the thing, is, is if... Has Bethesda ever made anything that looks like a current-gen game? If Starfield, yeah, Fallout 4. 
Yeah, Fallout 4 and New Vegas looked great at the time. They both did. And um, Skyrim still looked pretty decent at the time, particularly the environments of Skyrim. Looked pretty decent at the time. When you got up close to a guy, it was like, wow, these are some ugly fucking textures. But <laughs> the mist, remember the mist and the environmental effects in Skyrim? Yeah. Those were nice. Oh, yeah. So it had its moments, but it was definitely showing its age. By Fallout 4, it was like, okay, come on. And this is that same fucking engine. This is that same fucking engine. That's a seven-year-old engine. No, it's more than that. This is a, this feels you've like the seen, engine you've seen they've been bolting shit onto. Of one planet. No, it hasn't been five. They showed a lot more than five minutes. Alex, of one Alex, planet. Alex summed it up perfectly. This looks like a Fallout 4 mod. And that goes right down to what it looked like when you shot a guy and he didn't react at all until he died and then he just collapsed. Like... And even it's, in the trailer, yeah. there's a guy walking with his head backwards. Like, speaking of f- six years ago, it looks like worse combat than Andromeda. Well, Andromeda was um, Bioware. I know, but Jesus, like that's an old Bioware game now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look as much fun to play as that was, which was, quite frankly, quite fun See, to play. Now, I don't know what they could have shown you that would excite you. What they could have it's done like the is whole said, internet like, is like, oh god, it's not giving me an orgasm right now, therefore it's terrible. We the at, game doesn't we even come out Bethesda, until next year. remember that we own some of the greatest um, engine designing minds in the gaming space with id Software. id Software, for the last few years, has been exclusively building our new open world engine. With, with, with all our quests and combat mechanics and new animations and facial rigs and all that shit in mind. Look at all the work we've done. This isn't that. What this is, is we built a mod for our old engine. Like, holy shit. Like, this engine is too old. This engine is from, like, Morrowind. This is the like, same. On, honestly, No Man's Sky looks better than this right now. 100%. Um, yeah, it was really disappointing. Now, the reason it's really disappointing... It's a good thing the game hasn't come out for six months, then, isn't it? The reason Maybe it's really disappointing is why they pushed it. Maybe this is, is all old stuff that you're showing. Starfield has become a flagship title for Xbox. And as such, you expect a certain pedigree. And that just looks oh, like God. the next Bethesda game. This all smells of Sony fandom right now. It no, I'm, I, was look, I was really looking yeah. forward to this, no, and no, now no, I no. have questions. Okay. Now, and what you've seen, it looks okay for a game that doesn't come out for six months. No, no. It doesn't at, come out for six at months. At this point, at this point, you should be able to show me some hot, hot shit. Some hot, hot shit. Like, look at Callisto Protocol. That was some hot shit. Technically, it was also, that's... It was also in corridors in a spaceship, not an open universe okay, thing. Okay, but... You're but, comparing apples and oranges. You're talking about no, id making I'm, an engine. Id doesn't make those I'm engines. id makes, you know, okay. Doom engines. Okay, go, I'm saying back to that... my fanboy, boyness, what have I been no saying? No Man's Sky does better looking planets procedurally. Yes. What what have I been saying that's about pathetic. Starfield specifically and my ownership of an Xbox Series X for the past year and a half? What have I been saying well, about it? Has any, apparently it's been remember? cured of that now because of a five-minute video. But does anyone remember what I've been saying? What have I been you saying? You were jealous of the fact that it was going to be an exclusive. No, I was planning to buy a Series X. I've said that mm-hmm. every time. And every time Starfield gets pushed back, what do I say? I say, well, I don't have to buy a Series X yet. Yeah, saves you some money for a little while. But yeah. my plan was pretty much always, if I'm when Starfield comes out, I'm going to get a Series X. Like, that's just it. I'm going to have to. I gotta. Alex, are you gone, Alex? I'm not gone. I'm right here. Okay. Alex, ask me if I'm going to purchase myself a Series X at any time in the near future. No, you're not. No, I'm not. 
because I saw like I I if this doesn't get good reviews, I'm not gonna play it immediately. It better get boggling reviews. Okay, it's a. I'll take an eight point five. Those fucking. It's gonna be buggy as shit. Those first person, no voice actor for the player character uh, conversations. Holy shit! It's the same fucking rig from Fallout Three. Like what? Honestly, I'm kind of glad they're not going conversations. Just focus on one thing. I'm fine with that. No, like I want it's an it's a Bethesda RPG. I want my character to be I think uh, very detailed. Bethesda's never done that. Every game they've made, their characters and talk. I know, but it's 2022. They raised the bar. Bethesda's making a Bethesda game. How long must we make for Bethesda to make a Bethesda game as good as as good as CD Projekt Red can make a Bethesda game? I think Bethesda maybe should have a handle on it. They right. weren't that, that like, there is the, the best irony, point you've made so far. The irony of Starfield is that its design in and of itself fails to reach for the stars and sits oh. on its fucking laurels. Tragic. Okay, was there a space combat in Tragic. Fallout? Okay, no, the was space, there space co- combat in Fallout. Okay, I was a little hyped to see the space combat, I'll admit. And that definitely the, you the know, ships look fantastic. Adds an effective yes. layer. And if that wasn't there, okay. people would be pissed about it. And NASA Punk is an aesthetic you rarely see, and I love the pieces. I am yes. going to play this game eventually. Yeah, like, when this game goes multi-platform, I'll totally check it out. So right now you're saying, okay, this game did not give me a blowjob. It's giving me a hand job. No, it's so a Bethesda game, and I've waited no. six years for it. It better do something, make me no, feel anything, this, and I feel it did. nothing. The space no, camera looks sweet. I'm with Alex. This game didn't even make eyes at me. I didn't even space get, like, a fluttering of the... Fluttering of the eyelashes. I love the game. It's maybe a lashing at the same. There's a thousand planets. They're like, oh, well, they must all suck then. Well, because we've all we've heard this bullshit before. No, no, no. Yeah, I, from I what? Think of, yeah, from no what Man's game Sky. said that? Um, yeah, but no, no Man's Sky. I, I can uh, see that being done. Andromeda. I can see that being done. Picture the map of Fallout uh, Four, Alex. Mm-hmm. Or picture the map of Skyrim. How many icons are on that map? Too oh, many. Well, God, uh, yeah. you know, somewhere approaching a thousand. Yeah, something and like that. All I see from this is you jump into space, we take our little lander down, and here is the equivalent of that dungeon's amount of content, or whatever it would have been. I could yeah. totally see them doing it that way. And yes, we could go fly around to the other side of the planet, but there's nothing else on the planet. Period. Yeah. Uh, that aspect of it is going to be disappointing to a lot of people, so I could perceive how they could do that amount of content. And make I it don't work think they're trying to make a No Man's Sky wander to the center of the universe thing. There's going to be an actual story here. <laughs> Is it there? No, I was just thinking about a thing I saw where it was No Man's Sky watching the Starfield announcement and the guy was like, this guy's taking my entire flow! <laughs> That's my flow! <laughs> no Man's Sky doesn't have a plot beyond no must, get to, must, must follow. Alex, does No Man's Sky have a plot? It didn't when it came out. Well, it certainly doesn't have much like character expression either, and that's what you go no. for for in a Bethesda game. Like, there's a lot that I that I expect this game will provide that No Man's Sky definitely doesn't. I think it's I, not trying to. Yeah. These are different genres. I agree, but you're, they're both still first person outer space games where you can go to an insane number of planets. Do you not see how those things people could fit those in the same bowl in their head. Yeah, that is true, but then they're expecting something that they're not gonna get yes but they haven't played as many they don't know what we know they haven't played all well, the games i am not going they to apologize for most of the gaming populace being uninformed and stupid they don't get these notes of charisma and character that bethesda will bring to it they don't get the 
the wild freedom that No Man's Sky offers. See, like, yeah, then who is Bethesda making the game for? For fans of Skyrim. And the unwashed masses? For yes. people who actually enjoy their games? Uh, the, un, um, the unwashed masses? Mm-hmm. The unwashed masses. I don't think so. I think they're making this for people who want a Bethesda game. If they wanted no. it for the unwashed masses, then there'd be a little more action in the trailer, which they're... No, I mean, no. This eh. just... All this tells me is that Bethesda just like... I don't know. They're man. making a Bethesda game. Yeah, they they stopped. I don't know. I don't know. Like they're doing what they know how to do, which is release yeah, a that's all. expansive buggy mess that will be good in six months from release or a year. And anybody who expects more than that should be looking at a CD project game, like you just said. And even which that is a buggy mess. That one thing was definitely a year and a half mess. out. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Are we, are we I just done? think people are, are expecting doing? more than what they're going to get. Based yes. on their I, own expectations. I, I suggested that weeks ago, that when we were showing Starfield, we'd be disappointed that it's just another Bethesda game. I'm not. I'm fine with being just another Bethesda game. I, I haven't am. played a Bethesda game since Skyrim. I didn't I didn't realize exactly. But, well, no, there was Fallout 4. You played Fallout 4. I play okay, yes, 4. Yeah, no. I play Fallout 4. See, but it's been so long you've already forgotten. But, but even the fact that you've already forgotten it says a lot about Fallout 4. Yeah. But even then, there was, there was one new Bethesda game on the last gen, and it wasn't that great. Because the engine was so fucking old. And now we finally have Starfield. And oh my god, it's that same shit. When are they going to... Like, every single review complains about the age of the engine. They all do. They pretty much all do. For any Bethesda game you want to go look at. When are Bethesda going to look at that and go, Wait a minute, everyone's told us that for 20 years. Do you think it's time to move on? (laughs) Anyway. Um, dog fights in space. I thought the first person animations were really good, though. Yeah, I did. Yeah, anytime, yeah. And like that, some of the facial your, rigs were also pretty good. Anytime you see your arm, it looks great. It animates great. Uh, it's coming in 2023. It'll come day one to day pa- game pass. Digital Foundry confirmed much of what was shown for Starfield was running below 30 FPS, quote, much of the time. And an official mm-hmm. statement from Microsoft indicates that the game will target 4K and 30 frames. That's fun. It's reasonable. But the Xbox thing started off with red wall gameplay and some cutscenes. It looked quite good. Yeah. It's the next thing from uh, Arcane. Coming 2023 on Game Pass. Then, Alex, what did they show? Hmm. What did they show, Alex? Well, the old game uh, called Hollow Knight that oh, I watched exists. through a tear soaked uh, rainbow wig. <laughs> <laughs> I too was a clown that day, but we were not clowns. We were victorious. No, we were not clowns. We were not funny like clowns. Um, and one of the things Xbox said was, first of all, they said, we're, everything we're going to show you today will be gameplay, and everything has a release date in the next 12 months. Yep. So they didn't have... None of it in 2022, mind you, but next 12 months. There, no, there's some of it in 2022, just nothing you're super hyped nothing about. Nothing gets good about, yeah. yeah. Um, but that means Silk Song will be out before the end of June 2023, which is nice. And it will launch That is on nice, Game actually. Pass, but it's not a console it, launch exclusive. It is not. Nor would, it, nor would what I assume yeah. it ever was going. Its Steam to. page is still there. Yeah. Um, but what is a console launch exclusive, and this is one of two games that I am actually quite jealous about, is a console console launch exclusive on Xbox. High on Life, and I've never played one of these Justin Roiland games. Yeah, this one looks kind of cute. I always watched a trailer and was like, no. But uh, listener, go check out a trailer for High on Life for Xbox. Um. That looks fucking awesome. They have a bunch of comedians as the voice of the sentient guns you're wielding. Um, 
And remember that Japanese game? What was it called with the boners and the hot boners? Oh, Shadow of the Dam. No, yeah, no, no, no. Gun talked to you. Boner. Well, no, it made me <laughs> Look at my big boner. It made yeah. me think of um, A Stranger's Wrath, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but in this one, you're, they talk to your you, guns right? are a bunch of hilarious comedians, like Knifey. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the knife is like, is like, what's the word for it? Screaming with pleasure as you stab him into people. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, High on Life looks crazy. Go ahead. The only issue with that is can Justin Roiland not just sound like Marty? I know. Can he no, do he's usually voices? just Mortier. Yeah. 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 Um, then they announced that all of Riot Games games are coming to Game Pass. Yay. Well, for some people, that's Great. a lot of value. League of Legends. That League, is a lot of value. Yeah. League of Legends Wild Rift, which is like the smartphone game. League of, Le- League of right, Legends of Runeterra, which is a card game. Teamfight Tactics and Valorant. Apparently, with all the heroes and everything unlocked. All right, that's fine. Well, it's, it's value. Mm-hmm. Um, Plague Tale Requiem will be coming to 2022 in Game Pass. Ooh, I'm actually looking forward to that. Plague Tale was pretty good. Yeah, that looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they showed Forza Motorsport. They gave no release date, but they did repeat the phrase generational leap over and over, hopefully to the point where you'll notice that it actually doesn't look as good as Forza or as, uh, as uh, Gran Turismo. Um, it well, actually doesn't. I was amazed. It, see, it was here's the thing. I was expecting to be. It's like a different team than Horizon. <clears throat> um, the one thing it does, and this came out later, and I, I don't know if Digital Foundry talked about it or not, but they took a crack at Gran Turismo because Gran Turismo does not use any ray tracing during the actual race. Mm-hmm. This one will, mm-hmm. which will add to the realism of things. I thought it looked very comparable to Gran Turismo. I just think it. Generally, it just has more character than the sterileness of Gran Turismo. So. I think the gameplay is going to be better than Gran Turismo, but visually, I was like, really? Wow, Forza. Because Forza usually surprised me with how good it looks. This, I didn't think, looked better than Gran Turismo, but they kept on saying generational leap over and over again. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I like, yeah, you're it's, it's now more of a service. It's not like it's not like a Forza Motorsports 8. It's like now it's like Forza Motorsports as an existing thing, so I don't know what that means, but I'll play it. It means they'll charge people over time for new cars or shit. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, a flight simulator will add helicopters in November this year, and the Halo dropship is available now. <laughs> uh, then they showed Overwatch 2, which yep. I, my note actually in my phone as I was watching it was, uh, don't you make me cry, Xbox. It was like, ah. they're, they're playing the music, and I'm seeing all these characters. <laughs> it actually got to me. Uh, then they showed Elder Scrolls Online High Owl, which launches June 21st, and... My neighbor sometimes tells me about that game and how he enjoys playing it, and sometimes I think about it, and I'm really grateful for that trailer showing me what that game looks like. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels is coming this July. They did, they did the same thing for The Last Horizon. It's good. Oh, really? It's always good. That was yeah. in The Last Horizon? There's a Hot Wheels one in The Last Horizon, too. Uh, Arc 2 is coming in 2023 to Game Pass. If you desperately need your Vin Diesel fix, there you go. Was that actually Vin Diesel? Yes, it was. Because <laughs> he didn't actually talk, but it looked like him, right? Yeah, no, that was him. <laughs> uh, then a console, console launch exclusive, and this is the other one that stings. Scorn. Yep. Like yeah. the HR Geiger, the game. Neat. Looks awesome. I, I really hope that's good. I really yeah, do. It you looks... want it to be. Like, the animations are so cool. Uh, coming October 2022 to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they showed Flintlock Siege of Dawn coming early 2023 to Game Pass. I was watching that thinking if that was the, um, oh shoot, what was that other really 
So the the super um oh god damn it. Are you talking about the ac- another... the action RPG where you're like an island you're half islander? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a sequel to that too. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I, I just can't. I'll think of the name here in about five minutes. Just move along. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft Legends is coming in 2022 to Game Pass. Uh, Lightyear Frontier is a con- console launch exclusive to Xbox. Build your base on an alien world by piloting a mech in spring of 2023, coming to Game Pass. Uh, Gunfire Reborn, four-player co-op, coming October 2022 to Game Pass. A lot of indies coming this year to Game Pass. Yep. Uh, the Case of Benedict Fox. Another that one looked I'm, pretty cool, actually. Another one I'm actually kind of jealous of. Console launch exclusive, 2D Lovecraftian horror Metroidvania. Yep. Launching on Game Pass. That's a lot of words that make me happy right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, As Dusk Falls, a narrative thing on July 19th yeah, on Game Pass. I had a hard time getting like any interest in that. Yeah, that like, made no impression. Naraka Blade Point is a launch exclusive multiplayer melee combat July 23rd on Game Pass. Uh, the next thing from Obsidian, Alex. Did you see that? Mm, yeah, the little uh, uh, yeah, it, it looks like man, the, manuscript. It looks like the drawings and the margins of the manuscript. Mm-hmm, uh, the manuscript game. Pentiment. It's a 2D narrative game from Obsidian coming to Game Pass this November. By J.E. Sawyer himself. Uh, who's that? Uh, the guy directed New Vegas. Ooh. First thing he's done since Pillars 2. Grounded will get its full launch with story mode this September on Game Pass. Uh, Araban Shadow Legacy, launch exclusive stealth game 2023 on Game Pass. Still no word on Avowed. Nope. Avowed. What was Avowed? It was their Pillars, like Skyrim, that they announced like five years ago. Oh. Remember that? No. No. You yeah. didn't see hardly anything of that. It was like a, yeah, they it was sure like don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, Greedfall. Greedfall. You're right, thank you. Yeah, Greedfall was the pirate game. There. Yep. Uh, Diablo 4. They showed the Necromancer, the final uh, class for Diablo 4. Did you know that game is open world? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little less excited about that now. Actually. No, that hypes me for it, Alex. Is that hype uh, you? I mean, yeah, I want to play. Yeah. Uh, nearly 150 dungeons. It is cross-play, shared world, PvP zones coming 2023, not on Game Pass. Interesting. Well, they couldn't announce it yet because the bio hasn't gone through. Well, you'd think they'd but be making we'll deals like that anyway. Hmm. That'd be cool. Well, uh, Sea of Thieves is getting its pirate captain update soon. You can name your ship, which I'm amazed Finally. you couldn't do before. Uh, Ravenlock, which I have no idea what it is, is coming to Game Pass in 2023. Uh, Cocoon, a puzzle adventure game from Annapurna. It's a launch exclusive 2023 on Game Pass. From one half of the team oh. that brought you Limbo and Inside. Oh. And it honestly does not look like something I need to play. It looks okay. Yeah, I'm not. It's yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the, the half of that team that designed the puzzles, but didn't really give a shit about the presentation. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna make a game, and it's like this presentation, and then he's like, no, that's not important. And they're like, no, it is. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> uh, Think about the guy that made Super Meat Boy. Okay. And then, like, went on, was trying to do Mugenics for, like, 15 years, but the other guy from Super Meat Boy was like, no, nah, I don't want to. So, like, oh, in the meantime, I'll do Bonnie of Isaac. And he's been riding that train for shit since 2010. That is true. And I always wanted to check out Mugenics. It was a great trailer. It never, I don't think they ever made it. Mugenics. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty from Team Ninjas coming early 2023 and not on Game Pass. Uh, then they announced all the Atlas RPGs, all the good ones. Persona 3 PSP version, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are all getting re-released on all consoles starting with P5 Royal later this year. Royal's real good. Yeah, but it's still Persona 5. But it's real good. Yeah. Okay. It has a spectacular ending. An ending worth a 100-hour playthrough. I mean it. I don't endorse this game, listener. Alex does. It, the way it deals with death is fascinating. Hmm. Some um, of their best work. Then, shock of shocks, Hideo Kojima came out. He said he's working on something that only became possible because of Xbox's cloud computing and said it'll take some time and he, quote, hopes to bring you some news in the future. Then he walked away. Okay. Very Kojima. Very Kojima. Um, then Starfield was shown. I already talked about that. My experience of the Xbox presser was particularly exciting as a fleet of cop cars descended on a building a few houses down from me, blasted the siren like when whack, 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 and then a guy would get on the loudspeaker and go, Residents of blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have the building surrounded. We have a warrant to search the premises. <laughs> Come on now. And they did this for like 45 minutes. Well, they didn't want to shoot anybody. Then they started firing flashbangs into the building. Jeez. And that went on for, I don't know. They shot at least 15 in there, I'd say. Um, and then probably four hours later, they, it was done and they were gone. Uh a couple days later, I learned that apparently they told someone it's a house where it's like a staging house where they keep the drugs before they move the drugs to another house where they sell the drugs. And as we were sitting here in like hour three of the standoff, I said to one of the rubberneckers who had gathered outside my house to watch. And I, I said, does anyone know what's going on? He goes, someone thinks it might be drugs. I'm like, well, if it is, there's none there now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been three hours. If there's a working toilet in that place, the drugs are gone. I figure that's like, maybe that's just what like TV has conditioned me to believe. I don't know. <laughs> it must have just been the so safest. That's a lot of weed to flush down the toilet. It must have Indeed. just been the safest way to do it. No, like, okay, first of all, weed is legal here. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, anyway. Uh, Elden Ring will get a two-volume strategy guide this fall. $50 each volume. It's a quite a large Jeez. game. Alex, any desire for that? Oh, absolutely not. I used to love strategy guides. I mean, like if it's like a if it's beautiful leather bound tome, I might just get it for decoration. It's but. definitely hardcover. I mean, I bet they're going to be charging like a hundred bucks for that, and I just don't have the money. No, it's fifty bucks each. They're hardcover. I told you, I've seen them. Right, so like a hundred bucks. Well, a hundred bucks for both. Yeah. 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 I'm not just getting one volume. You crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the whole set. I just want to understand limbs. <laughs> I look. If it was an art book, I absolutely money money down. Strategy guide, I don't really have a use for. I don't know. I, I'm glad I have. I probably have a Bloodborne art book. That's a great one to have. Uh, Yoshima Yasuda, previous CEO of Kadokawa Games, which published Lollipop Chainsaw, who is currently the CEO of Dragami Games, announced on Twitter this week: "Quote Lollipop Chainsaw is back by Dragami Games." Please look forward to it with no further info. Earlier this week, I went on PSN to see if I could buy that game because I just felt like playing it. And could you? No. It's a PS3 game. <sighs> Once again, yes, I know. Sony hates you. Yes. 
Um, but uh, someone else was tweeting about Lollipop Chainsaw earlier today, and I did one of these things where I write a tweet and then delete it, because no one fucking cares. But <laughs> the, content, yeah. the content of the tweet was essentially like, Lollipop Chainsaw was uh, James Gunn's script for Lollipop Chainsaw. James Gunn's script for Lollipop Chainsaw was quietly a feminist manifesto like 15 fucking years ago. Um, probably 10 years ago. Long before it became, and I don't want I don't want to say trendy, but it's now simply more popular to reflect uh, more enlightened ideas in game development in general. And the irony, the brilliant irony of Lollipop Chainsaw is that it wears the skin and the look of the male gaze of Japan. But if you listen to what it's saying, <laughs> yeah. it is it is deeply feminist. And if there is a primary male character in it, uh, his arc is understanding that his greatest role is supporting a woman. Like it's really as a disembodied head. <laughs> yeah, as a disembodied head. It's uh, I would totally play Lollipop Chainsaw again. Uh, a rumor this week indicates Sony will reveal a PS5 Pro controller quote soon. With a bunch of extra bells and whistles, I'd love to see a Sony first party event anytime soon. Apparently we'll get one in September for sure. Uh, just so you feel a little better, Lollipop Chainsaw is not backwards compatible with Xbox One. That's insane. Yep. It's a licensing issue. Oh. All these are licensing issues. Anything that's left, because they they have to go back to the original publisher, because it does, it does mean rewriting parts of the game. And... Yeah, Lollipop Chainsaw is not uh, backwards compatible. Oh, yeah. So that game is basically missing from all consoles at this point. That sucks. I still have a physical copy. It's not that I'm going to you know, drag out a PS3 to play it. I'm not a monster. But... <laughs> uh, Ollie Ollie World. But anyway, Sony needs to have a first party event. What the fuck? Am I wrong here? No, no, like they, they we, I need to be excited about something coming out in the next year and a half from Sony, and I am except for God of War, I got nothing. Uh, I would like to see some God of War that's coming out this year. But there's all they've got so many irons and so many fucking fires, and this Xbox conference was really just a reminder that none of the studios they've purchased, aside from Arcane, weirdly enough, uh, have anything really of substance to show. That's because um, Microsoft's kind of being hands off with them. No, it's they bought them all because they bought them all too stuff. late in the game. They should have bought them 10 years ago. Um, and, and Sony did. And they've got all these fucking studios, and I want to see those games. <laughs> Where are those games? Um, yeah, like, I know that Insomniac is probably sitting on a AAA release right now, given their output. <laughs> they could probably release Logan tomorrow. And Sony's like, no, no, fall 2023. <laughs> but I want to see that shit. I want a release date for God of War. And um, Jason Schreier said last week that despite widespread rumors, God of War Ragnarok is not delayed till 2023. As of this week, according to people working on the project, it is still planned for November. And his That's word good. is the word of God Almighty until proven otherwise. Well, he's, yeah, he's probably the single most well-informed. Yeah, he tends to be right. Yeah, no, his, his inside sources are the best. And I did say last week, and yeah, now, it's probably the you were right. So I'm, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that hashtag. Chance was right when it's proven right. Yes. Hey, I think I said that too. No, you can't. Take you it. did. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I was on board with God of War not being delayed. Yeah. Um, just seemed like something that would happen. 
<laughs> I follow a lot of artists on Twitter, and every now and then one of them will retweet a bit of work in progress from a game that I never even knew what the game's name was. I just saw these this little tiny picture. Okay, uh, first of all, think of the look of 3D.RealmHeroes, okay? Oh, yeah. Now, double the or triple the pixel count on every character and okay. zoom the camera out. So you're kind of looking at it down on it almost like a Zelda. All right. But it's a, it's a Ronin wearing a straw hat wandering through a field of waving grains. Like, you don't want that. You hate straw hat Ronin. And, uh, <laughs> it's your least favorite thing. No, the fights with the Ronin were some of my favorite parts of Ghost of Tsushima. One of my primary complaints about Ghost of Tsushima is you played the you entire... couldn't get a straw hat. Yeah, no, yeah. you played the entire game fighting Mongols instead of other people with samurai swords. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the straw hat Ronin. Anyway, so uh, there's a Kickstarter right now for a game called Ronin Trail. Go watch a trailer for Ronin Trail. If you feel like supporting a Kickstarter, check that out. That is my jam. Uh, Ollie Ollie World got its first expansion, Void Riders, this Void Riders this week. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, new gen updates are available now for Resident Evil Two, Three, and Seven. Is Seven Village. Yes. Seven is Village. Yes. It was no. Yeah, ray tracing no, and other stuff. No, 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 no. Because Seven is Village. Four, Eight. No. Is Wait, no, 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 no. You're right. No, you're right. 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 Seven six, was in the south. Yeah, six was Africa. Um. No, five was Africa. Six was five um, was Africa. Six a was bunch like, of um, was a bunch of side random stories. things. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, seven was was Louisiana or whatever, and mm-hmm. I guess eight. So where's the next gen patch for eight? Is that already happening? Doesn't need one. It just came out. It's, it's getting DLC. Yeah. Uh, Clay Entertainment of Don't Starve announced their next game this week. It's a co-op brawler called Rotwood that I will totally check out as soon as it's on platform. I love action from Clay. And finally, a bunch of uh, Final Fantasy shit was announced today. First of all, um, Final Fantasy... No, wait, that's the wrong one. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Which is just a remake of Crisis Core. Is a remake of Crisis Core using the Final Fantasy VII remake engine. This is fine. Um, apparently coming out this winter for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, X, and Switch and PC this winter. And then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is the sequel to the Final Fantasy VII Remake coming next winter. And then they announced that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be a trilogy, ultimately. And will yep. end with an additional installation. And yeah, that's all the news. The news. There was a bit of a teaser for that next remake. Of the part two of the remake, did yeah, you see that? Yeah, yeah, it's like Sephiroth in the cloud walking along. Yeah, and then Aerith's like, wait, wait, I was supposed to die? Like I'm an imposter? So it, it's continuing to uh, to mess Deviate. with stuff. Yeah, I don't know how you get imposter from that, Aerith. Where did you no, <laughs> leave it half there? I just said I saw... Oh, no, this is my fault. <laughs> You're obviously still alive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, kind of edified by the Xbox conference that I don't need to buy one. Like, I'm jealous of, uh... uh Hollow Knight? Co- no. Well, Hollow Knight's gonna be on PS4. No, Hollow well. Knight will not... launch on all other consoles day and date. It's just yeah. coming to Game Pass. So you won't have to oh. pay for it if you have Game Pass. Yeah, no, it's okay, going yeah. Um... Yeah, High on Life looked good. Scorn looked good. And, um... Whatever that... We've already forgotten the name of the Lovecraft thing. Hang on. Search Lovecraft. Oh, that, uh, yeah. The Case of it's Benedict got a weird Fox. Name. 
Yep. Keith Benedict talks to Seth Rollins pretty good. I maintain that there's nothing Bethesda could have shown anyone that they would have actually appreciated. Um. Well, okay. that there's nothing Bethesda is capable in another, of showing. Yes, in another ten years, when they put out another fucking game on the same fucking engine, I'm going to be pissed about it then too. Assuming I haven't succumbed to a heart attack by then. But because that one will be called Elder Scrolls, you'll still play it. No. No, if you show me an ugly fucking ass, like, I could go back and install Skyrim and spend the ad opening 30 seconds, and I would look at the face of the guy in the cart in front of me and go, nope. (laughs) I'm I'm not in this world at all. You just leave. Like, and that's, yeah, that's, that's what Starfield was. Like, everything else they showed looked better than that. But it had a sand crab or something. <laughs> I did like that the thing popped out and then you were like, is it going to attack? And then it just walked away. It doesn't. So you had the yeah. opportunity. And there's like three more came over the, over the hill. But yeah. if you notice in the gameplay, um, as the character was picking shit up, it, this little thing would pop up, this is how much you've done in this world. And there were only like three different species to find and eight types of things to pick up or something like that. Like it was very limited as you land on this new planet to explore. There's like okay, seven there's, things to do. But there's got, a, there's got to be a point of diminishing returns where if you add everything to every planet, then every planet's the same. Well, yeah, but no one's going to do everything. Do you fucking need a thousand planets? No, you don't. He shouldn't have said that because people were seeing it as a negative. Yeah. It sounds like you're, you're going to be a very thin uh, layer of butter on this toast. It's going to be a little Or dry. you've got five of them that are really well done. But only five. And 995, which are pit stops for, you know, Yeah, resources. they said that the, the, the... There's three major cities. The city they showed was the biggest city Bethesda's ever made. And I, so I thought back to the size of the cities in Bethesda games. Yeah. Are you beating Vivek here, guys? I don't think so. What, what's Vivek here? Vivek was, was the biggest Morrowind. city in Morrowind. It was huge. Oh, really? Huge. Oh, yeah. Okay, I never played more. It was also incredibly boring, but also... Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was humongous. It was huge. Like, multi-floors, and yeah, it was just crazy. The, the, the best shop in the game was in this giant mall that was in the center of it. No. Well, no, I, I think finished more. all of their cities... I, I did, actually. Everything from... Everything from... Um, Oblivion on, none of their cities were impressively large to me. And there was that capital city in Oblivion, but even that was pretty fucking boring. There was nothing to do there. So the big, the quote, biggest city Bethesda's ever made is not a very big city in my head. At least in Skyrim, they were all distinct, though. Yes. You could tell what yeah. city you were in by just being in it. Yeah, Skyrim had a lot of flavor. I appreciate that. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe Strifle have this, too. It Spacey could. flavor. It could. And I, I definitely want to like it, and I was hyped to see it, but, and I predicted that it was just going to be this. It was just going to be, you know, another Bethesda game running on the Bethesda engine, but I wasn't prepared for how disappointed I was going to make it. You want to see your shiny harbor get pushed to the limit. Yeah, I want to see shiny. Yeah, that's, that's not a I weird want, thing to want. I want, I want to no, be it's Im- not. I want to be immersed via technology. 100% I do. Okay. That's, that, fine. That's a, that's a fair thing to ask for. Not from Bethesda. Not from um, Bethesda, from that part of Bethesda. 
even even Skyrim at launch had moments of real immersion. I think though, didn't it, Alex? Am I wrong? There? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it did, and and New Vegas certainly did. Yeah, Fallout Three yeah. certainly did. There was a time when that engine achieved that. It's just that was like fifteen years ago. Hmm. We'll see. I, We're still I need a, a long event. way away. I need a Sony event. Oh yeah, we oh yeah, all we got is like a twenty twenty three release date for uh For what? Oh for Yeah. Starfield? Yeah, for Starfield. Like and really just in yeah. terms of releases of first party titles, Xbox is kinda of sucking. Oh yeah, they had nothing. I mean it's not as like as far as like current stuff, yeah. PlayStation doesn't have much, but if I didn't have the PlayStation exclusives, God I'd be sad. <laughs> like I love those shinies. I need them. There's a this is why you probably should go out and play the Shredder's Revenge, because it looks fun. Thank you for reminding me. And it will fill the time. I'll go check it out. Well, no, I'll go check it out, and then I'll bug my brother if I'm having fun. There you go. All right. Yeah. In that case, Alex, got anything else? I'm good. All right. New house is okay? New house is great. Uh, Laura so, got her dream job of teaching middle school uh, music. Sweet. Instead awesome. of elementary. Yeah. Took a big old leaf of faith and landed on her feet. That's I'm proud awesome. of her. Thank yeah. you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Gonna make some real music now. Yeah, same money though. <laughs> Middle school music, yeah. Uh, well, no, the thing is, like, she won't have to teach kindergartners and all the other students or people that chose to be in music. Oh, that's, yeah, that's different. Huge difference. Trying to teach kindergartners recorders, like, an exercise. And... Uh, she would literally it's, have it's nightmares about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Toot, toot, toot. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, make it stop. Make it stop. So I mentioned something to Chance a couple weeks ago off the air, and I can mention it on the air now okay. in case oh, anybody yeah. hears it, mm-hmm. that due to many different circumstances, part of which being how lucky I am as a human being, I am retiring on the 1st of July. Wow. Congratulations. Done working. I'm done working. At least done working full time. Take some time off. Maybe work part time later, but I am officially coasting for the rest of my life. Hey, (laughs) that's the dream. Yeah, 100%. So, that's, uh, that should be fun. Should be good. Well deserved. We should all be so lucky. Uh, I, this, honestly, it is luck. To be able to do this, uh, I, I did not a whole lot to deserve this, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Well, uh, anyway, hey, I'm not gonna. I'm have, not gonna not take advantage of it. Have you lived a sinful life, my son? I have not. I have lived a then a you chaste deserve life. it. And enjoy your good fortune. Then and the bounty, <sighs> the bounty you have reaped from your fidelity. There are and, now and good faith. We are, we are now in serious talks of fleeing the country. Um, our healthcare is not the craziest thing. Healthcare isn't great, but it is wild, widely accessible. The problem is, it's difficult to emigrate when I don't have any job waiting for me because I don't need to work. Right. Um. Well, we have a, who's going to take me? We have a thing called snowbirds that live half the time in the states, but you have to spend at least at least three months in your primary residence or something. So just you know, I'll keep a little vacation home in the states. Go there for the summer. Go there in the winter when it's winter in Canada. That would, yeah, I would. That would be it would be a winter time thing. I don't know. I don't know. 
but come here for our summers and falls. We have we have beautiful leaves that change. I I've been to uh, Vancouver in the fall, mm-hmm. and it was very nice. Yeah. It was very nice. Was it very wet? I hear it rains there a lot. It's a little wet, yeah, yeah, but the weather was nice, and, and, and in the center of downtown Vancouver, there's a very large park that is very nice. Uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter is named Trudy Castle. I think she's, like, Irish, uh, but she's one of the art directors for Red Hook Studios, uh, Darkest Dungeon. Oh, cool. And 90% of what she posts is just pictures of bike rides she takes around Vancouver and hikes she takes up in the mountains surrounding Vancouver. Mm-hmm. She just loves going out and, and walking through nature and taking pictures of it. There's a lot of that around there. Vancouver's... Well, I lived uh, I lived in the mountains of the Kootenai Valley for two years once. It, was fuck, it snowed once all year. It was gorgeous. The problem is, if you live in Vancouver, cost of living is nuts. Yes. It's, you gotta live outside of Vancouver. Yes. Cost of living in the South is actually not that high. It's pretty. It's low. pretty good. It is. It is. But we'll see. It's also been like ninety-five for the past couple of days, and it's going to be yeah, ninety-five all next week and humid. It's been rough the past couple of days. Really? Oh yeah. Like like don't go outside. Rough. Like the dogs don't want to go outside because. No, I I got gotcha. you. I know what you mean. It's been just yeah. a beautiful year lately. It's been like I mean, there's been a bit of rain, but for the most part, I mean, and I don't know what it is in U.S. temperatures. Let me see. Twenty-two C to Seventy-five. It has been seventy-one point six degrees on average. That's yeah, pretty close. Just you know. just really really nice. Sounds about nice. It is. Yeah. Trees are blooming. My lilacs got the shit beat out of them by a storm. Last week, I go out on the front porch, just like, mm, just hit with the smell of lilacs. It's wonderful from this tree we planted in our front yard. And then we had this horrible storm over the weekend. I go out, that thing is like, it's <laughs> all on the ground now. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Can't take like it. All of the all of the flower buds are like closing up and dying. Like, oh, God, what? what ha-? Like the next morning, it looked like someone had beaten it with a stick. Uh, yep. Wind will do that. Yeah. All right. We almost lost an outside sconce this afternoon because of wind. Oof. Yeah. We haven't had any real storms here. Like, oh, you will. Did. It's rained. Aren't you but... in like Tornado Alley? Nah, no. I'm oh. too far, too far, too far east. Okay. Tornado Alley is further to the west. Well, for now. Like. Uh well, I suppose for now, yes. But... Not if the Republicans have their way. If I wanted to stay in an environmentally secure area, I would have stayed where I was. Cool. Directly next to one of the largest supplies of fresh water in the world. Yeah, you're not in danger of flood, are you? Uh, actually, I kind of am, depending on how much it rains. Oh. I'm not... I mean, the yard is slow low enough that it should be passed, but I'm not close enough to a waterway we're going to get washed away. Okay. Maybe more aerial flooding where it's just kind of like the roads fill up. But... <sighs> I don't have a basement anymore, so... Whatever. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Alex, thank you for being here. Of course. Chance, thank you for talking. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to see it. You gotta like my. I, uh, when I mentioned it, to, I explained it to my brother the same way I explained it to you guys. And that mm-hmm. night, he went out and bought it off Apple TV. <laughs> and then he didn't watch it for a week and a half, just because he was tired. He was dealing with other shit. His his lady wants to watch this. He's busy. Whatever. And then night before last, he finally watched it. And just being able to commiserate with someone about that movie, 
oh god it was good last night just just the conversation <laughs> you're able to have with someone else who's seen that movie fuck you guys listener everything everywhere all at once and that's all i thank got. you everyone for listening we will see you in a week oh.